Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily, today discussing the Kansas City Chiefs defense and more specifically Chris Jones, a guy who for years had been vying for that coveted spot, the number two interior defensive lineman behind Aaron Donald. But Jones this year playing on the edge for the Kansas City Chiefs, partly out of necessity and partly out of, hey, look, this is just how the Chiefs are running their defense. This is how their this is how their team is constructed. So we're posing the question here, Sam. Is Chris Jones best fit on the edge for the Chiefs, or do they need to kick him back inside where he was a more dominant player? Move him back. Move him back inside right now. In fact, do it yesterday. I don't know why you moved him out in the first place. It didn't make a ton of sense. And even though he's a talented playmaker, he can still make some plays and get some pressure on the edge. In no conceivable way is it better for you, for him, or anybody involved for Chris Jones to be on the edge. Move him back inside now. Well, here's, here's why they did it originally, okay? Frank Clark is the guy that they paid a ton of, a ton of money for on the edge. Um, he's only played in one game this year, but Frank Clark had no, had no there was nobody else. Uh, you know, and it looked uh, on the edge. And it looked like, on paper at least, that the Chiefs were loaded uh, on the interior with Derek Nottie coming back, Jaron Reed coming back, Treshawn Wharton, uh, Colin Saunders. I mean, they have at least bodies in there, guys that have started, Guys, you know, nose tackles, three techniques, backups, rotational guys. So they were rolling about four deep on the interior. And there was a big question mark opposite Frank Clark. In fact, Frank Clark himself is a question mark. So there was no real edge rush for the Kansas City Chiefs. Michael Dana in there. Joshua Kando is a developmental rookie. Alex Okafor, average to below average players historically. So the Chiefs said, look, we need we need to push off the edge, not just on the interior. This is a way to get our best players on the field. Now, the problem is... If you guys have premium stats 2.0 and you go check out the Steelers defensive grades, there's a lot of red and a lot of orange, Sam, and that's that's below average play across the defense. So um, all those guys that they were depending on, uh, nobody's really playing all that well right now. Right. But the other problem is like there's opportunity cost to this as well. Chris Jones is probably not going to be as good an edge rusher as he was an interior force because... I mean, virtually nobody is when you make that substantial a degree. It's not like he was a tweener, right? It's not like we're talking about a dude that was like 280 pounds and was kind of a hybrid edge interior guy anyway. You know, a Michael Bennett type of player that that sort of straddled the, the difference between the two. Chris Jones is a freaking monster. He is a full like 300 plus pounder, 310 pound prototypical three tech type of player. And he was a dominant interior rusher. The chances of that guy being able to shed a bunch of weight, get on the edge and be as productive as he was inside are minimal. And if you look at the last two seasons, PFF pass rushing grade of 90.3 in 2019, 93.1 in 2020, that is putting him up in Aaron Donald types of worlds with a a win rate above 20% in this past season. Like, he's one of the best interior pass rushers in the NFL. I would say he is the best outside of Aaron Donald. So you don't just um, you don't just put him on the edge, and if he's pretty good, it's a win because you've got all these interior guys, because none of those guys is close to as good as Chris Jones is as an interior presence. And when you look at them this year, the grades, there's nothing. Like, none of these guys are producing almost anything in the way of pressure. Um Jaron Reed is, is leading the, the interior guys in pressure this season so far with seven, but it's taken him 109 pass rushes to get that many. So he's got a, a pass rushing grade of 56. Um, none of these guys are even grading well against the run. Their overall defense has gone from 19th in EPA per play against to 32nd 
it just isn't working. And you've sacrificed your best player on the inside and you've replaced it with a bunch of guys who aren't very good inside and one dude on the edge who's, you know, trying his best, but he's not a great edge rusher. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, at Jones, I think you started to highlight, you know, just how dominant he was when you have three straight pass rush grades in the blue. Um, and again, just a reminder, Aaron Donald has been in a different league essentially since entering the league. And over these last couple of years, it's it's pretty much Chris Jones and maybe Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers battling for that. Hey, these if Aaron Donald didn't exist, these are the best interior players in the entire NFL. So the trade-off of the elite interior player um, we've seen other players. We've seen guys like Sheldon Richardson. We've seen guys like Indomitian and Sue. We've seen some of these 300 plus pounders kick outside uh, and rush off the edge. And it, it generally doesn't go well, again, from on a, like a per snap basis. So if, if Jones was grading in the blue these last couple of years, he's still one of the best players on the Chiefs. He's still producing better than everyone else, but he's grading in the green for us, right? In the 70s instead of the 90s. So you're just getting a different level of production. The expectations are also different for Jones, but you're just not getting that dominant play on the interior. Yeah, he, he has 18, or he has a, a PFF pass rushing grade right now, 72.7, which is still pretty good, but it's 20 points lower than his grade when he's on the inside. He's got 15 total pressures, which is way higher than any of those guys in the interior, but his pressure rate is lower than it's been in any of the pre three previous seasons. His win rate is lower than any of those three previous seasons. And remember, this is the factor that always gets brought up with Aaron Donald as well. It's easier to win on the edge. You get right. more pressure and you get a higher win rate as an edge player than you do from an interior position. So for him to be uh, generating less pressure at a worse rate from the edge than he was as an interior player isn't just you know, a slight downtick, that's like a big drop because he should be getting by rights, you know, about 15% more pressure just by moving to the outside because of the way that works. He isn't. Not only is he not getting more, but he's actually getting less. All right, we'll discuss a little bit more about what the Chiefs should do. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a week five offer every football fan should jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can still play huge for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point that's promo code pff this week at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800 gambler um at the at the heart of it sam the chiefs defense has been just okay pretty good these last couple years um and they have not had a great pass rush honestly since 2018 when the defense wasn't good but the rush itself was good it's pretty much been chris jones and friends because on a per play basis frank clark has not produced so what would you do here going forward if you kick jones back inside assume you're going to get that better production from him how are you how else are you going to get pressure off the edge you're going to blitz a little bit more what's the game plan here for the chiefs yeah, I mean, it, it becomes what it's been for the past few years. It's Chris Jones and friends again. But at the moment, it isn't even Chris Jones and friends. It's just friends. It's just people that aren't rushing the passer particularly well. And Chris Jones 
the best of a bad group. Move him back inside. One intriguing thing to me is, I mean, he's potentially lost something like 15, 20 pounds worth of weight to move to the edge. Um, I wonder what that does if you move him back inside. Like, it's not like he becomes a dramatically undersized player at that weight. Like, he's still 290, 295, which is plenty to play inside and be a, a fast, quick, um, disruptive interior presence. And if anything, might actually be a little bit of a help. Might make him a little bit quicker and, and actually improve his play as a pass rusher, improve the quickness which he can beat interior offensive linemen. So I'm actually intensely curious just how well he would play if you did move him back inside and, and he kept this weight um, for the remainder of the season. But yeah, look, you're going to have to patch up the edge pressure. You're going to have to figure it out and try and find some guys. And honestly, I think everybody on the outside's job becomes easier if Chris Jones is back to his dominant self as an interior presence. Um, if you're thinking about moving a player in terms of alignment, though, like Tershawn Wharton, Wharton is the player that I would be thinking about moving. Like he is a guy that is significantly undersized anyway. Um, and therefore makes more logical sense to play on the outside than Chris Jones, who just from a like just from a prototype point of view, the dude's 300, 300 plus pounds. He's not a natural fit to play outside. Wharton is way lower than that and isn't a particularly established player in, in the interior anyway. So let's move him around and see what he can do. That's the other part about this move. The benefit was supposed to be, well, you've got this big 300 pound or 290 pounder moving to the outside the run defense is going to benefit, right? When you, when you have that many big dudes, but the, the Chiefs have the lowest run defense grade in the entire NFL. So they, I, I know they played the Browns in week one. I know they played the Ravens in week two. Um, so they haven't had the best draw, but the run defense hasn't been great. And don't forget, the great Alejandro Villanueva blew Chris Jones right off the ball. Right off the ball for the game winner against the Baltimore Ravens. So and, and know, other teams, the run defense hasn't been good despite this move, which looked good on paper. And other teams have just been like optioning him or leaving him out in space. Like as much as he might be a powerful guy at the point of attack and able to set a hard edge, if you don't ask him to do that and you want him to operate in space and chase it down, like he just doesn't have the athleticism of a, a faster player on, on the edge. And, you know, Lamar Jackson was just running around the dude in 10 yards of space, and he had no shot. Like, that's that's not fair to him, let alone the, the rest of the defense. So we're four weeks in. The Kansas City Chiefs have the lowest run defense grade. They're 28th in pass rushing. We're suggesting it's time to move Chris Jones back inside. It's the PFF NFL Daily. 